Coming up, today's guest is a data consultant with over 12 years of experience in creating actionable data. You're about to discover what you should look at to increase conversions, why you should only have three daily KPIs, and finally, why you shouldn't look at your daily downloads. All that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Adjust gives you the tools you need for end-to-end app analysis. Not just the macro level stuff, but the micro details. You can identify, dissect, and leverage data trends. Just go to adjust.com slash app masters. AppRadar helps you accelerate your mobile growth through their simple ASO platform, and they set up optimized Apple search ads to help you scale up your user acquisition. Check them out at AppRadar.com. What is up, App Nation? Actually, let me do this so the camera's on me. Okay, good. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content in the app business. And I talk to some phenomenal people in the app space so that we can all collectively learn from them and grow our businesses. And today, I've got a repeat guest. He was just here about a year ago. He's back to talk about his brand new product that's going to help you kind of figure out what all this data that you have means and why it's so important and how to really process it so that you can grow your downloads, grow your retention, grow your monetization, all the, K- all the KPIs that you want to grow. But without further ado, let me introduce the guest. His name is Leo Barak, and he is a data consultant, and you can learn more about him and his brand new product that we're going to be talking about at tailaboutdata.com. That's t- tail as in T-A-L-E, like in a story, tailaboutdata.com. Leo? Lior, welcome back. Hi, happy to be back. It's super awesome to be here. So when you talk about data, are you just talking about all the data, like from your analytics, such as adjust, like your monetization? What are you talking about when you bring up data? So when we're talking about data, we're talking about everything. So we're talking about, on the one side, you have the attribution tools, which are basically adjust and AppSpy and all the rest of the unbiased ones. You have the biased one, which is the Facebook analytics and Google analytics on the other side. Uh, and then we're talking also about all these ad publishers information that you have out there. So you have, uh, we're running a lot of campaigns, right? And it's not only, mostly it's Facebook and Google, the clients that uh, we see. It's getting bigger and bigger, unfortunately, but you still see a share, for example, for Snapchat. Or you still see Instagram there that people are trying to push harder. You see uh, TikTok now, people are starting to advertise a little bit. An Apple search, which is uh, the most horrible thing ever, but they still force us to do it, so we do it. Uh, and basically, it's collecting this data from them and aggregating it in the correct way to actually understand how to use the data, and then it's to visualize it. So it's it's bringing you from the rawest data, the shittiest. Uh, sorry for the word. No, <laughs> so, I, I like it. So let's keep it. <laughs> yeah, that's how we normally talk, right? Uh, so it's basically, it's from the, the, the roughest and the shittiest data that you have, and it's processing it and it's refining it to bring you in the funnel to the right decisions. So at the end of the day, when we're thinking about data, we should not think about data as numbers. We should think about actions. And this is the most important part when we're dealing with data. Uh, I had actually a speech a couple of uh, months ago with uh, Adjust on Mobile Spray in Berlin here. 
Oh, cool. And what I was telling there is that I see data as a hummus, as a hummus plate. Uh, the hummus dish is a very interesting dish, right? It's chickpeas, but if it's being done correctly, it can basically supply you energy for an entire day. And the same thing, the dish, the hummus dish is supplying you, and it's, it's like it's wrapping whatever food you're going to put on top of it. You can put it with meat, you can put it with falafel if you want, you can mix it with veggies. Yeah. And it, it's going to basically do a great stuff because it's going to help you to rise the ingredients that you put next to it. And this is the same with data. When we're looking at data at the end of the day, what we need to look at is that there is very a lot of information there that we need to refine and use it correctly. And if we do it correctly, it's going to basically run with us for the rest of our day to make our decisions easier. easier. As a vegan now, so I, I love hummus. And so <laughs> you brought that out. But I'm going to make sure I link up the adjust talk into the show notes. So if you just click on the adjust talk, you'll get to see Lior talk about this. Now, Lior, let me talk about this. Something that's been working for you is simplifying this data processing, I guess, for lack of a better word, process or structure, right? So well, how, do you, how have you gone about simplifying it? So what we, we, what we understood is that the biggest problem of every marketeer out there today is not with getting the data. Although everybody complaining cannot get the data, but it's actually to understand what data he needs and in what structure you should have it. And it took us quite a while to refine our learnings and our understanding from it because we started with a lot of data and we used to give our uh, clients a lot of information at the beginning but it didn't make sense to give them that much because then we noticed something else. There are no decisions that being made there. And then we realized that we actually need to refine it and we need to polish it and we need to make it as simple as we can and actually force people to make actions. If there is no action from your KPI or from your measure, no reason to, to copy it at all or use it. When you're talking to clients, so maybe to my audience, I understand them a little bit more. Maybe they're spending a little bit on advertising, but a bunch of them are really relying on organic downloads as well. What kind of data should they be looking at when you're talking about, all right, look, I'm not, I don't have Facebook data. I don't have Google data. All I have is just more organic data. What are some key metrics that they should be looking at then? So if you're looking at it this way, we should always look at installs, right? It's the most important measure that we already have. Then from when we're looking at organic, mostly it's about the active users and the retentions of this user. And when we're looking at this stuff, we also need to understand what is the revenue that's being driven. So we don't develop apps just for our fun, right? We don't just publish and doing whatever. Okay, I don't care anymore. Actually, we want to earn money either from advertisement or from selling something on it or to process it uh, or get information that we can actually upward sell it. And our goals needs to be basically then, all of our funnel, even for an organic, needs to be built about what is our golden event. So what is the thing that we want our user to do in the app? And this is what users need to understand as well. So for example, a lot of users are going to tell me that what they care about is the revenue from ads, especially from gaming, right? Because you have quite a lot of ads sometimes, games doing it over, uh, and then you have like 15 or 20 ads in, in a session which driving them two cents or four cents because people don't really care anymore and they're losing the users quite fast. And even if you're doing organic, this is a great indicator for you actually to see that actually because of your ads, you're losing quite a lot of users and this is something that you can actually pull back and fix it. 
I like that. The, from a downloads perspective, now when you're looking at from like ads, are you looking at like how many times people are coming back in, you know, like retention side of things, what little metrics should they be pulling from and should be looking at? I don't know if that question makes sense. So what, what, they tr- what they need to do is from the install event itself, they need to create some cohort that's saying, usually my users, I want them to use my app as long as they can, right? So I want them for 360 days, 720 days. And they need to build this cohort in a way that will make sense for them. So basically telling them, this is the amount of revenue you've done on the day one, on the first 24 hours. This is the amount of revenues you've done on after three days, after 45 days, after 30 days, and so on and so on. And they're building some cohort for this install. And even from an organic perspective, it's making sense for you to know also, for example, if it's subscription-based. How long does it take to a user to actually subscribe? Uh, or how long actually a user is using your trial? If you're giving him 30 days trial for your app, you want to know if he stopped at some point and then try to figure out why did he stop to use your app. I see. And then can you rely on just the analytics that you're getting from the app stores, like through Google Play and iTunes, or do you need an adjust or an app flyer to really you know, understand the data? You, you will need to have an attribution tool on top of it that's going to sit and give you more information. Uh, it should not be a biased tool. This is a very important thing. I will keep saying it. Use unbiased tools. This is the most important thing because what you need to understand is when you're looking at the cohort of a database, it needs to be as close as, re- as possible to the reality when it's coming to it. And the stores also have limitation. And they, to combine this data into your database will be quite complicated process. So it's better to actually simplify it and use like a just or XFI on top of it, but actually doing some aggregation for you and doing some fixing for the data. I see. And when you were kind of talking about, this is a client that I currently have right now, where you're like, okay, look at the installs, look at what they're doing, put them into cohorts, and then figure out like, you know, if you want them to subscribe, how long it takes to subscribe, and then work backwards, right? Like if it takes them, you know, seven days, for instance, let's think about ways that we can drip campaigns. Like, well, how would you use that data to say, okay, Lior, I know my customers, you know, they retain, they subscribe within the first seven days or they don't. How would I use that data then to like, what kind of things should I be doing with that data? So in, in the first point of it is actually to understand when your revenue event is happening. So when is your conversion happening? The second phase will be basically to do a retargeting campaigns. So as I see it, I'm quite, I'm, I'm, I'm building on the fact that I'm saying that most users of app going to delete the app most likely in the first 30 days if they haven't returned at least twice in the first seven days. This is, this is data that we, we look quite often on subscription-based apps, for example. And uh, this is quite interesting because this means that if in the, seven, in the first seven days you didn't have at least twice a visit from the user on top of the install event already, you should check why and how can you trigger it again and you can start already there. And if he, after 30 days, you know that most of your users uninstalled their app, you need to do, again, an, a UEC campaign actually to, to attract them back to install the app again. Uh, but you can say that in the first 30 days, you don't attract this user to reinstall the app. You'll give them the time. And then after 30 days or after 60 days or after 90 days, you're actually starting to target them again with installs. Until then, you're trying to retarget them to open the app. And, and, and you're building some strategy basically that's saying how you should spread your money. 
because we have a limited budget. We all have limited budget. It's not that like we have millions sitting in our bank account just waiting for us to spend them. And, and the idea of it is to take this data and actually understand how the users react and based on their reaction to decide when and how much money do I spend. Because there is a certain amount that you can spend on the user, right? Because, you know, usually a revenue for a user is going to be $15. And if I'm going to spend now uh, $100 on him, does it make sense? Yeah. Do you help it's your clients with that, with the retargeting campaigns, or do you recommend somebody else? We don't do campaigns at all. We're helping in automation of campaigns, so we're doing the automations processes. Uh, but we are not coming from the marketing perspective. We're coming from the data perspective. We're sitting just in the middle between the engineers, let's say, and the marketing on the other side. And we are the one, we are the arm that's operating both of them to basically drive better results. Because on the one side, you need the engineers to build your databases, you need the engineers to build your automation. And on the other side, you need the marketeers to keep doing campaigns so the machines can learn and can readjust and you can basically improve in your business. Yeah. The, I love that thing, what you talked about retargeting, because I remember I did an article about this, but Tiago from Peak, you know, Peak Brain Training, they do a phenomenal job of retargeting. That's what you talked about. Like, hey, we know where those revenue points are, kind of like what you talked about. And they use retargeting campaigns because they know if they can bring people back in within that first seven days, they're more likely to subscribe. And so they really rely heavily on retargeting campaigns and showing the most popular games. And so if you have some more popular content, making sure you utilize that in your ads to bring them back into your app. Anything you want to add on that, Lior? No, exactly. You need, you need to understand this data. You need to have this data to actually make these decisions. Otherwise, you're just going to do it blindly. And it's a, it's a shame. It's so true. The other thing I want to talk about is when you're working with your bigger clients who are spending, let's say, tens of thousands of dollars, maybe $1,000 a day, and you're talking about ROAS now, you're talking about looking, getting data from Google UAC and Facebook. What are you then now looking at? Because there's so much data points now. So what we, as the bigger the client is, the more narrowing we're doing their data. So there is a very important uh, view in what we do. And what we say is that you cannot have more than three daily KPIs to uh, optimize your campaigns. There are only three you can use. This is the maximum you can do. And what we're basically doing is that we're understanding that we cannot tell them, okay, you just use now ROI. We're just uh, using some certain metric on their uh, uh, funnel of the session. So we're doing like a campaign ranking, which this is basically coming from a data scientist. He's building a model that says, based on these events, these are the chances that this campaign is a successful campaign compared to other campaigns that we had. And we're using all this data, but we, we minimize it. So we're taking, we're compressing tons of points on the way into one number. That's saying this is 8.7. If you remember, we talked about it in the last uh, interview we had. We talked about the indexing. And this is exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to give people the indication based on a lot of events on the session, what is actually the, the worth of the session itself or the, the users that just brought. Yeah, and if you guys want to listen to that, and I'll link up to that episode as well, but 696. So if you want to just check out the previous episode, you can definitely do that. The, what I want to move on is when you say let's become data-driven, right? Like, what does that really mean? Because I think you mentioned it too. It's, we look at all this data. It's not so much about collecting it. It's like, what the hell do we do with all this data? Exactly. So when we're talking about data-driven, it means that we're understanding the data, we're understanding the funnel of the data, and we're understanding what we should use. So this is another mistake that I'm seeing quite often, 
is that people don't know which measures to use. So we have clicks that come in from Facebook and Google, for example, but we also have click information that come in, coming from Adjust and from AppsFire. And now some of the people just mixing them all together. They're taking the impressions from Facebook and Google and the clicks from Adjust, and, and they, they're trying to do a CTR from that and a ranking and a score. And it, this is not how it should be. It should be much more simplified. And it should be one number that's taking you all the way. Uh, and then if we're taking impression, we should use the clicks that are coming actually from the provider, from the ad partner. While if you want to see on clicks that coming from just, there is always a difference. There is always like some discrepancy in the numbers and we cannot use it. So to become a really data-driven, it means that you understand the difference between the data sources and why is it happening and how you can fix it or how or which data you should use. And then at the end of it, it's need to be actionable. What is the action I'm driving out of this data I'm collecting? You can collect a lot, but do you actually driving any actions? If you don't drive actions, just keep it in your graveyard and one day you can call it and start using it, but bury it for now and don't, don't look at it. It's just going to mix you up. And when you say like focus on the three daily KPIs, is that just client dependent? Uh, no, not at all. It's everybody. Everybody should focus up to three KPIs. There should not be more than three KPIs because we cannot make decisions. Well, I mean, like, are the KPIs dependent on the client? Meaning across the board, do you say, hey, you should always look at installs. You should always look at revenue points. Are there like specific ones ah. that you, KPIs that you should always look at or is it really client dependent? So it, it, it's client dependent. Most of them coming at the end of the day to, yes, I want to have installs. But then, to be honest, I don't think that installs is a number that's going to help you on a daily base. This is something you need to have maybe on a weekly base. Because there is no action that's going to be driven if you're going to see on a daily base that your install numbers are going down or up. Because if we're looking at, at the days of the week, right? So usually Fridays are quite low. Then Saturday, Sunday, there is a huge jump. So usually it's Sundays, there is a huge peak of installs. Because people are sitting at home, they are bored, they're searching the app, and they're downloading something. And, and we cannot say that install is a number that we need to look at on a daily basis. If you, look, if you ask me what you should look on a daily basis, this should be actually the campaign uh, ranking score. It should be uh, what is the revenues that you were driving. It should be how much money you spend. This is, for me, the three KPIs, more or less, that I will put there. And I know that Roy is changing quite often, but at least you're understanding, okay, how my breaking per day of spending goes, how is the revenue goes, and if there is a correlation there, you will immediately see it. And this is something that you can actually act, right? Because if you're reducing your spendings and you see that the revenues go down, then there is something that you're doing wrong, so you need to figure it out. Or if there is a huge increase in your cost, but the revenues are not going up or they're actually declining, this is, again, a red mark, right? This is actions that you can do on a daily basis. While looking at installs, it's something that is not going to help you on a daily basis. Maybe a weekly base to know, okay, I'm doing a great job. I was driving 50,000 installs this week. Okay. It could drive you crazy, too, looking at those daily installs. <laughs> it drives me crazy. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, we got one client. We're trying to really get them above 1,000. It's just like, you know, I'm constantly looking at it every day. And it's like, how do we go up there? How do we go up there? Yeah, you're right. It does drive me a little bit crazy. So if you say, okay, look, like I think I know my audience a little bit where they just might not be spending as much. So like, okay, I have this cost per install data, but like it's not that important to me because I might be spending $100 here, $100 there just to def 
test different stuff. So if I don't have that cost per install, is there another metric that you're like, okay, we'll replace that with installs maybe? You can replace this with installs, of course, but for me, as I see it, we, we should not be driven by emotion. And once you're looking at installs, this is emotional thing. This is not any more logical thing. When you're looking at revenue, when you're looking, I don't know, click uh, amount of ads viewed, this is something that they can do also if they have only organic and they're not spending any money. This is less emotional because there is a logic behind it that says I need to have an average 15 or 25 ads viewed every day to make actually actually profit. And there is a logic behind it. And this is something that needs to be very important on a daily basis. We put emotion on the side and we're just going based on logic. This is a very important part of it. I like how you said emotion about it too. So true. As you can tell, I was very emotional <laughs> about the whole install numbers. <laughs> All right, Lior, like tell me about this new product that's going to really help people analyze their data better. So what we basically developed, uh, we were talking with uh, a lot of clients in the past uh, months. And what we found out, it's actually that the problem is in understanding how to use the data correctly. And what we've done is we build a tool that going and collecting the data for you from the different partners. And then it gives you in a way of a funnel, basically, that we created. We call it the data discovery workshop. It's basically, it's building it in three sections. And in each section, it's reducing a little bit more the amount of information you can get at the end of it. Well, we're going on the first section. We allow them to see all the information that they have. They can ask whatever questions they want. So how many insults do I have? Uh, what are my DAOs? What are my WOWs? And so on and so on. Then on the second section, we actually tell them, okay, out of these questions, what are the measures that you think you need? What are the must-have? What is the nice-to-have? And we limit them out of that. So if they have 50 or 60 measures before, suddenly they have a place a placeholder now for 25 only. So they need to be very, very thoughtful about what they're using. And this is basically how the data, with the tables themselves, are going to be created. And then the third step is actually the visualization. So how we're taking your measures, we're creating KPIs, but here also we limit you. So we're having three tables that we're going to create for you, three uh, dashboards, sorry, that we're going to create for you. One is will be a daily base, which this is the action-driven table. There you basically, you're coming, you go by logic, this is the campaign to kill, this is the campaign to improve, this crate is working great. Then on a weekly base, you can do a little bit more research to support you, to make you feel good. You know, you tap your, your shoulder and say, I did a great job this day. And then the monthly one is more of a overview. So it's more for the teams to go into a, a deep dive and really understand what happened, what went wrong, and what should be fixed for the month to come. Because when we're looking at budget, we have a fixed budget most of the time for the entire year, and then it breaks into months and weeks. But to change stuff too often, not going to be healthy for your campaigns, not going to be healthy for the clients as well. So we're trying to do it actually once a month, and then based on it, you can make decisions. I should have invested more money into Facebook because actually Snapchat was a, was a money uh, sucker this month, and I spent a lot of money there. And this is basically the idea of what we build there. So we're helping these customers to arrive to, to three different dashboards that they can easily understand what they need to do next. I like that. And I like that how you limit it. So I'm going to imagine, Lior, that when you work with clients more on a hand-holding basis or a non-product basis, that you're doing pretty much the same things. Like, hey, you know, let's link up all your analytics and all your data so that we can pull it all and then tell me the key metrics that you want to focus on and we're going to help you sort of analyze all that stuff. Exactly. So we're going to clients and we have them basically how, 
how they need to build their data to actually make a, a more automated decisions. Most of our time wasting, around 60% or 70% of the day is on campaign uh, creation and campaign uh, optimization. And we should not waste this time. It's a waste of time that can be automated quite easily if we're going to go in the right tools. And this is exactly where we're coming into the picture. We're helping them to understand what are the right tools for them. You know, I don't know if you feel this way, but when I talk to clients sometimes, like there's always the same ASO tips or like same different like growth hacks that I'm going over that I'm shocked that not everybody knows about. When you're talking to newer, newer clients or maybe potential clients, are there things that you're like, man, this is something that I constantly repeat. And so I'm just going to say it on Steve's video and I can just <laughs> point to this video and be like, hey, go watch this video before our call. Don't use Excel. That would be the number one issue that I'm facing with most of my clients. When I arrive in, even if they have a state-of-the-art reporting system, which is working perfectly fine, like Tableau or Locker or whatever, Power BI is sitting on it, they're still downloading the data and working with it in Excel because they don't trust the numbers. And this is also things that people should understand they need to trust the numbers. And you should not start working with Excel because Excel just causing more issues. It's a time waster on the one side. On the other one, if you've done the VLOOKUP wrongly, everything is screwed. Go make decisions based on it afterwards. Yeah. What do you use then? I mean, well, I've, I've got this dump, data dump. Like, what am, what am I supposed to put it? This is exactly why we build this product. We're saying you have a data dump, but we actually construct it for you in the right way so you don't need to go to the data dump. You don't need to deal with any shitty data or any, any issues with your data. You're just getting a product, and this is how it should be. This is most of the clients. If they don't have a data engineer on board, this is, they should find a tool that's going to automate it for them so they can make decisions in an easy way. And this is, this is the most important part. And the ones who have a data engineer, they should sit with the data engineer, pull him in his ear, and make him work and actually make something out of it. You know, It's like we have the data. Let's actually make something I can use. And this is, this is a very important message, I think. I like that. Anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> that came out with so much passion that I mean, maybe there's something else that has equal passion as well. Oh, I have a lot. I can talk a lot about it. But I, I think that this is the most important part. You know, it's like you need to understand these two things. This is the biggest issues that I see mostly. And this is what people need to start fixing. And then what, what's the pricing look like for that product? Our product is quite cheap. So if you think about it, an engineer uh, going to cost you between, in Europe at least, so I can tell you the price in Europe, between 65,000 to uh, 100,000, our product costs almost 9,000 euros a year. So it's quite cheap and it's quite intuitive and it's quite easy to use and you're getting a Tableau license with it, yeah. which already gives you a good start. Uh, and, and we basically set you up. You are ready to go. I like it. You know, the... Before I, the, the other thing I wanted to ask is, is it all API driven? So I just link it up and then, or do I have to do a big data dump in non-Excel format <laughs> and give them that to you? <laughs> so the beauty about it is that you don't need to do anything. The only thing you will need to do is to have an AWS account. We do the rest. We're just deploying our software there. We maintain it for you. So basically every time that an API changes, we updating you and you're going to have the latest product. And we're also making sure that you have uh, the, the right dashboard. So you can actually afterwards, if you want to build yourself some stuff, it's quite easy to connect and, and do it. 
the, the I want to end on this and kind of hit home on your point, Leora, is I wrote this blog post kind of summarizing a lot of the data, data, a lot of the tips I got from like really top UA experts. And one of the things that Christian Calderon from formerly Ketchup, now of Game Jam said, look, you need a data scientist on your team. Everything is based on this data. And Eric Sufer talked about programmatic advertising. Now, like this is just so useful because everything is almost run by machines that you need a human to still look at the data. And then what Lior's product's gonna do is provide that data scientist on your team that a lot of maybe like the mid-size and the smaller guys can't afford, but you gave you, he's giving you it for it for like a really low price. And so it's like having the smarts of a data scientist, but all through a product as well. So everything's going to be data driven. You need that data scientist and a lot of it's going to be machine learning. So you need to really look through that data because Google and Facebook will optimize your campaigns, but are they optimizing it for the metrics that you're currently looking at? Bior, anything else you want to add based off of that? So I, I would just say one more thing that uh, any user acquisition that is out there listening right now, should learn his data. He should sit down with his data and actually become an expert in it. If we're looking at the future, where we're going, Facebook and Google are going to give them less and less control in the campaigns. And then it means we will need to be much more data-driven to actually stop and control this campaign. This is a very important part for them. So true. So true. No better way to end that. Lior, before we hit the big finish, I do want to thank my sponsor. We've been talking about data, a lot of it. And if you need a data provider, an attribution tool, but go check out Adjust. I've been working closely with them. I'm going to be at their mobile spree event as well in October. So I hope to see you guys there, but they're going to help you sort of think through, get all that data to figure out, okay, where are these coming from? Where are these cohorts doing so that you can send it over to Lior and make sound decisions based off of that. And they're going to have this one platform that really looks at, look at the analytics and also the attribution. They're going to give you all that data that you can send over to Lior and help you make intelligent decisions. Go to check, so go check them out. It is at adjust.com slash app masters. You need that slash app masters. So I get a little bit of credit that they know people are listening to this and responding to this ad it is once again, adjust.com slash app masters. Lior, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go to the big finish. Give us one app we definitely have to check out. For me, it's still Vivino. I've done it last time. I'm still using it. Uh, and I think that it's quite good for an app to have such a great retention. And now they also added the options to actually order you wine from there. So it's making my life so easy. So, so easy. Such an easy app to you as well. What's a lesson that took you the longest to learn? So the, le the lesson that took me the, lo the longest to learn is how to process data and how to work with data. I think that this is something that you need to, to take your time. And as I see today, I am an accelerator for people that want to use the data. And I think that this is, is something that is very, very important, but it took me very long. Was there something specific within that learning how to structure thing that you're like, you can share with us? It's, it's basically how to structure it on the one side and actually how to understand what is the data? And I think that this is the biggest, what is data? What is it? What does it mean? And I think that this is the biggest learning that you need to do because there is a lot of information and big data is, is a complete chaos and, and, and we have a lot of information we need to understand what does it mean to have data. Love it. Well, the website is tale, as in the story, fairy tale, taleaboutdata.com. Go check them out and check out Lior's product. All you got to do is go to the website and just hit on our product and sign up for that beta as well and get really interactive with what Lior's and his team. I don't know what else I was trying to say, but once again, it is tale about data. Lior, do you want to send the audience anywhere else? No, that's it. 
They can come and if they want to talk to me directly, they can come to my LinkedIn, can hit me up there or on my Twitter. So it's Leo B. And I will ask to hear some feedback. Cool. I'm going to link all that into the show notes as well. So go connect with him. And if you got anything on this, just thank him. And so, and check it out. Taleaboutdata.com. Leo, thank you so much for coming on, doing this. Thank you for having me. It's been a thank pleasure. You thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you at the next chat. Thanks for listening to the App Masters Podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.